Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Welcome. How are you? Yes, it's going to be back once again. What's up, everybody? How are you? Ooh, we're already lit so early. All right, let me turn off the music. We're already lit off the top, huh? Look at you guys, eight people. We usually start off with two strong. <laughs> two regulars show up. Hey, Manny. Good afternoon. How are you? I'd be like, how are you? Thank you for joining me once again. Now look at you guys. All seven at, at once. That's crazy. What was it? Is it because you guys want... <laughs> Immediately, two people drop off as soon as I start congratulating myself for having people here. Why are there so many haters in our lives? This motherfucker is way too happy that there's seven people watching. Let me drop off real quick. Uh... <laughs> oh man! All right, let me see. Why are there so many? Why are there so many haters in life, guys? Why can't? Why? Why don't you like seeing somebody happy? All right. Immediately, I had seven people. I was congratulating myself. I was like, "All right, we got seven people." Hey, let me drop off. Fuck this guy. He's getting too cocky with seven people, right? What's up, everybody? Jess Jewell, Moncherie, Jonah Ends, Mariana Rams. Ooh, Mariana. Uh, hey there, from Charlotte, North Kakalaki. What's up, uh, Medic, Medic Mika? How did you find out about the show? Oh, I know why. Was it because I was over in North Carolina and I was talking shit? Oh, bro, I'm already getting flashbacks of all the rednecks I came across when I was over at the mountains in North Carolina. Oh, man, and this was in the middle of the Civil War, part two, when they didn't know who to vote for. North Carolina, guys, in case you guys never saw that episode, from months ago, I believe it was in October. Man, I was there uh, when people were trying to decide who to vote for. The, the war is still being fought there. It's just a silent war. It's a silent war with Confederate flags and Biden signs. <laughs> and I had the audacity to rent out an Airbnb in the middle of nowhere with broken down pickup trucks and banjo music, and dogs howling. You could just hear it in the distance, be like, ah, vacation. Um, King Cali, what's up? Miami Andrew, Silvita. Let me say hi to everybody. Is Caroline's an open mic? All our shows are currently open mic. Dynamic Solutions. Uh, Gina Giselle. Ooh, Gina Giselle looks good in her avatar. Might have to slide in uh, for all the ladies. Uh, Caddy Studio, Caddy style studio for all the ladies i want to apologize in advance because if your avatar does look good during the podcast uh, i will be sliding in but i'm a gentleman when i slide okay ask ask uh Monchery danny ask immacula okay mariana you're next <laughs> i'm a gentleman I, i'm the kind of guy that when i slide in your dms i dip my toe in right i don't go all out i just dip my toe in Right, I say, hello, how are you? And then you say, hello, back. And then once you give me that like attention, once I get that attention, I just go for it. You want to go out? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Gina Giselle from Peru. From Peru, not interested. All right, I'm not, I'm not into that uh, distant dating stuff. I don't know how people do it, but let's be honest. I think 99.9% .9 of the people that get into those kinds of relationships, they get cheated on. Straight up, all right? The only way you don't get cheated on is if it's like your sex doll and you left it in the uh, hotel room while you were on vacation. <laughs> That's the only way a long distance relationship will work. If you forget to pack your sex doll from the hotel you were in while you were on vacation. <laughs> hey, that's the joke. We did it guys. We got a joke right off the bat. Wow. Uh, for those that are brand new to the show, I go live every day to bring everybody together. And then uh, I try to find the funny. And there it is right there. The only way a long distance relationship will work is if, if you leave your sex doll in the hotel. 
Let me write that down real quick. Is if you leave your sex doll in a hotel, right? And and even then, you might you still have a chance that the uh, the clerk or the janitor that gets it for you, he might have his rounds too, man. It's the it's the sad truth, huh? Let me ask the fellas a question, all right? And be and I want you guys to be honest. You know those those sex dolls that run like thousands of dollars, okay? Let's say you find one. Let's say you check into a hotel and then you find one. And, uh, you know, it's just there. Would you assume that somebody left it or would you think it comes with the hotel room? (laughs) Oh, wow, this is five-star service right here. How did they know? How did they know I was coming alone? That's crazy. (laughs) My head immediately, if I were to see a sex doll in my hotel room, would think that, that it's customer service, right? Like they look me up on social media and be like, this guy is obviously extremely sexually charged. Let's give him the white glove service of providing him a rent-a-doll. <laughs> What's up, the mighty Joe? Hashtag baby Marley, va M-C-B-H. Hey, all right, so let's get down to it, shall we? Um, if you work from home, let me know on the chat and let me know what your experience is like while you're out there working from home. What's life like for you? Um, I've been working from home since 2014. Now, when I say working from home, I mean starving artist <laughs> uh, up until 2018. And I, I understand that working from home should be the norm. It should have always been the norm because the only reason you should go into a corporate, the only reason you should ever go into work is if you need to be physically there providing customer service, right? Retail stores, serving food, right? Cooking food, right? Uh, working with your hands, doing art. But if you if you have a computer, if you work from a computer, you should be working from home. Now, when I was a starving artist, I would get hired as an intern to work for people, right? And then people uh, would say to me to come in on my days off as an intern, okay? So the audacity of somebody, first of all, if you're still getting intern jobs in 2021, that's slave labor. That. An intern is just a nice way of saying you're too dumb to get a paycheck. So let's see, let's see you try to smarten up along with us. Watch us do good and get paid while you don't. But we need you here. I swear to God, when I got that intern job, I was almost about to walk in with my robe on and just remind everybody that I'm not getting paid. Manny Garavito, do you call this corporate attire? Uh, do you call this a job? I'm not even punched in. How, how does this work? <laughs> What's up, Raul? Big Gucci, not a gypsy. Facts. Exactly. Armanji. A dentist can't work from home. Well, I mean, you might be surprised. A dentist can program a sex doll. (laughs) You know, uh, yeah, you're right. When it comes to surgery or when it comes to medical, um, you know, you you have to be present. And so you got to make, you got to, you got to get paid extra. Okay. You got to get paid extra if you got to be present. As a matter of fact, you know how we got to pay taxes? Well, I think that job should pay you uh, transportation costs, right? They hear me out. Hey, we might be onto something here. I think now that everybody's working from home or the majority of people are working from home, I think now it's time to have a conversation about how all jobs must pay. Uh, you should have been working from home, but you're not taxed. <laughs> The no employee left behind tax where it's like, hey, look, I know that 80% of your friends are at home. 
working virtually, but I'm gonna need you here in the office. But don't worry, we're gonna give you an extra $1,000 a month for your troubles. Well, shit, sign me up. I'll do it. Dentist. <coughs> Dentists, let's start orally. Dentists have been working from home too. Dentists will pack up. Have you guys seen those offers where you get like those Invisaligns? Have you seen those offers? You know what you got to do? You know what a dentist does? They just ship the machine to you and then you just got to send it right back. All right, so there you go, guys. That's that's like skipping a couple of steps as a dentist. So like you get a box in them. I don't know if you guys seen the Invisalign, how you get it uh, through the mail. You get a box in the mail and then it has like this, uh, this gel that you put into this machine and then you bite into it. And then you just send it right back to the dentist right? And then the dentist molds it for you. And then in the mail, you've got uh, Invisalign that you just pop in. So there you go, guys, one step closer to having dentists working from home. Oh, and let me tell you guys, how creepy would it be if a, if a dentist or a doctor says, hey, come to my place, I'll handle you here. <laughs> you got Venmo? You got Cash App? Pay me directly. Don't even worry about insurance, man. Oh, shit. Hey, don't ever... <laughs> Don't ever take up on those offers, guys. Maybe a nail salon, maybe somebody that's a nail technician or maybe a hairstylist. Maybe you can work, you know, like, hey, you can come to my garage. I have a little mini studio there. I'll do your hair. Fine. But a fucking uh, tattoo artist tattooing you from his house. Uh, you know, that shit is going in my skin, right? And it's going to stay forever. Little kids running around, right? Dog, you know, brushes up against your leg, just fucks your whole calf up. <laughs> What's that supposed to be? It's supposed to be a voodoo doll, but it looks more like a gingerbread man because a fucking dog ran up against it while the guy was tattooing me. <laughs> yeah, tattoo artists from home never would do that. Uh, anything medical never would do that. A massage parlor, run from home. Uh, let's just say that sounds like a bust about to happen. You know what I'm saying? If you run a massage parlor from your apartment, you, we know what you're doing, okay? And you're not slick with it. All right, massage parlor here in my apartment. Really? Really? Where <laughs> is this a setup? Where's the camera? Uh, some dental offices are homes. Are they? No, but wait a second. If they run a dental office from their homes, then it's registered as a dental office. I'm talking about a guy that has a, a certificate or a degree in orthodontology. You see, I know some words. Right. And then when you walk into his house or her house, it's just there on the wall. Be like, see, look, I'm qualified. And then you know what? He has the audacity to feed you right after. Right. Like <laughs> a dentist works on your teeth and be like, hey, yeah, uh, I'm making some cupcakes. You want some? I thought you said not to have any more sugar. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Uh, the dentist uh, needs to do some adjustments in your teeth before starting the Invisalign. I don't know, Gina. I saw a commercial, and by a commercial, I mean a social media post, <laughs> that uh, you can get an entire Invisalign kit in the mail. Um, that's not how it works? Was this false? Did somebody get sued? That sounds like, if they're not doing that anymore, that means somebody got sued. Uh, where they probably sent out the wrong mold, and then now you have some guy from, like, England. You got his teeth. <laughs> All fucked up and shit. Oh, sh shout out to the English people. Just kidding. Just kidding. It's a stereotype. I'm sorry. Please come out to my London shows. Um, it's me, Christy. What's up? 
All right. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and get into some reads before we continue, guys. Uh, you know what? I still, here it is. This show is sponsored by LU Venus, who is a badass health insurance agent helping individuals, families, small business owners find the health plan they need, whether it be Medicare, Medicaid, group plans, ACA, Obamacare. If you've got health insurance questions, he's got health insurance answers. Reach out to him, LU Venus. That's E L I U dot V I N A S at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, LU. All right, back at it. Uh, some doctors are in, in homes too. They just, uh, those thick glass windows just to show they are professionals. Jonah, you know a little too much about the medical profession here. Are you a, do- are you a doctor of some sort? Hmm? Are you like the Amazon of doctors? Like, how, how do you know so much? Do you have a family member? Fill me in. What's up, Big Jish? Juan Camille uh, Log, what's up, man? So I've been working from home for a very long time. And here's how it works, guys. Here, here's the lifestyle of somebody that works from home, uh, especially in pursuing comedy. So first things first, you can get bored. And uh, let me just say that if you guys ever get called into a corporate office again after working from home, you're never going to be the same person. Never. Imagine that. Once you get a taste of uh, not answering the phone because your manager's not there, once you get a taste of that, you will never go back to providing the customer service (laughs) that you used to provide. Remember when you were in a cubicle, guys, for those that used to work in in telemarketing? or in customer service. You remember when they would put you in a cubicle? You know why they would put you there? Because they would want to wall you off from having interactions with other people in the office, right? And also to be audited occasionally by your supervisor. Your supervisor just does that walk, you know, with his fucking hands behind his back, like he's a rooster in a hen house. Just and He would just look inside your cubicle to make sure you're doing calls, right? When you work from home, you don't got that person no more. So you're not really going to be uh, providing the customer service. And you know what? Good. <laughs> you deserve better. Have lunch in the, middle of, in the middle of a call. You know, let's say somebody wants to buy services or products from your company. Just start chewing on the phone. You'll probably end up making more sales because the person will feel comfortable around you. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? You there eating? Yeah, man, bro. I'm in my lunch break. I'm here talking to you, trying to sell you these timeshares. Man, you know what? You, you, you sound like a good dude, man. Go ahead, enjoy your lunch. Let me buy three of them. Oh, shit. I appreciate that, man. I can finish eating my lunch and feel happy about it. My pleasure, bro. Uh, bon appetit. <laughs> uh, Jonah says, kidding. I mean, uh, drive through Little Havana or Coral Gables. You see places that look like a place to live. They are nice, but it's a dental office or medical office. Bro, I wake up at work at my workstation is is on the kitchen. <laughs> That's what's great, right? I mean, they always say don't uh, don't work where you sleep because the last thing you want to see is like the stress that you feel while you're working when you lay down. Like imagine like the last thing you see before going to sleep is your office desk right in front of you. And then the first thing you see when you wake up is your office desk right in front of you. You might as well have you might as well have jail cell bars. I was like, oh, there's that fucking chair I got to sit on. Oh, it just stresses you out even while you're relaxing. Never, don't have your workstation anywhere you're relaxing, okay? That's the tip of the day. Uh, yeah, and to, uh, to add to what Jonah is saying, I know what you mean, and I've always found those weird. Uh, when you drive around neighborhoods and it's like everybody has a normal white picket fence house and it's like, you know, 
You've got like a dog running in the front patio. You've got kids playing, you know, you got bicycles parked outside and then you've got some law firm. <laughs> Have you been injured? Come inside and talk to me. You knock on the door. Some guy just fucking walks out with an apron on. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought it was the neighbors. Are you here for, are you here for, you need an attorney? Hold on, let me change. And then he just goes back and then he comes out with a suit on, but he still has his flip-flops. <laughs> You're going to jail. Uh, Silv, what's up, man? How are you? Exactly. Yeah, I've seen those places, Jonah. Uh, I think, I think you know what it is. If, you know, you get a tax break if you claim a space in your house as an office. I do it all the time. My garage is my, is my studio slash office space. And whenever I claim my taxes, I say, yo, man, I live in a house that has my office in the garage. Like I turned it into a studio. I'd be like, all right, that's deductible. I'd be like, you damn right it is. I don't know why, but fuck it. I'll go with it. You know, any kind of tax deduction. And shout out to Uncle Sam, man. Uncle Sam, you know, a lot of people like to complain that taxes are, are you know, that taxes are bad. I don't really think they're that bad because I, you know, you live in a great country. It's like you're paying rent. Hey, you know what? That's kind of true. Taxes is pretty much paying rent uh, in America. Like, Hey, you want to live in the greatest country in the world? Uh, you're going to have to pay some taxes, but don't worry. We got police. Oh, you want to defund that? Yeah, no problem. We can defund that. We can pocket that. You guys don't want police. Totally. Uh, we got ambulance but you got to pay the motherfuckers, man. That's a little too expensive, man. These doctors are just racking it up. So we'll provide you the 911 number, but then you handle it from there. Can you imagine if they defund the police? I think I was actually talking about this. Imagine if you have to defund the police and you need like an insurance card to get protected. <laughs> hey man, fuck the police, man. I don't gotta, I don't gotta have those, I don't gotta pay taxes for the police. They're corrupt. They're evil. 911. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I have an emergency. Somebody's trying to break in. Uh, do you have your home security police insurance card? Police insurance card? Yeah, we defunded the police in your area, so you need an insurance card in order to pay the cops to go there. Oh, shit! And then you might as well let the robber in be like, look, man, I don't got insurance. Go ahead, take whatever you want. Fuck it. <laughs> Just don't hurt me because I don't have health insurance either. <laughs> Let's not make it two birds and one stone. Go ahead and take whatever you want. Just don't hurt me. Cause then I gotta go to the hospital. I can't, I can't pay for that either. So, you know, I work from home, just not the computer. <laughs> oh no, you take the computer. Now I'm out of a job. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What's up, Aaron? What's up, Danny? Jonah, just mix it up. Add several people between Low Havana and Hialeah. Alex, what's up, man? We need one, but Miami styled. Uh, doing a cookie show at home seems doable also. Yeah, you know, uh, anything you guys want to do in terms of like entertainment or information, you guys can do it. The, the thing is, and take it from a guy that's doing it because my business is kind of like, uh, it's mostly online. But then uh, there are two or three hours in the day is, is in person at a show. So I do like virtual coaching. I do online marketing. I do a couple of freelance jobs for websites. So it's mostly online. And whenever I meet my clients, I do it virtual. 
But in order to make the comedy shows work, I got to go live and I got to talk to you guys and let you guys know that, you know, I care about you and I care about my shows and, you know, bring you, bring you guys, you know, together. Um, but anybody, if you have like any sort of skill or like information that you've learned from your own personal experience, you can go online and just like talk about it. And if it's like important enough, people will tune in and you'll have like people on YouTube following you and you have people on Twitter. There's just so many ways to make money on the internet now. Uh, the thing is, like, is it being done? That's number one. Because if someone's already doing it and they're doing it well, you're kind of wasting your time if you try to do the same thing. So that's one. Um, yeah, multiple streams. Exactly, Alex. Um, so there's that. And then there's also the fact that uh, how educated is your market? Oh, that's, that one's a rough one. There's so many good ideas that I've had, but the market, they don't, they don't know they need it. <laughs> like the market has a problem but they don't know this is the solution, even though if they used it, it would be, but they don't, they don't understand. So there's a lot of factors, but once you figured it out, just like you said, if you want to start an online cooking show, what are you going to cook, right? A lot of people are already taking up that market. Will your personality make you stand out? Are you cooking in a garage? Are you grilling instead? Are you cooking dog food? All right, what differentiates you if you start a cooking channel? But yeah, you can start it right at the comfort of your own home. And then when you file your taxes, you say, uh, I use my kitchen as a business kitchen. I need that shit deducted in my taxes. And you know what? Uncle Sam will be like, understood. I totally understand. Because, dude, Uncle Sam is out there to help you out. If you make a lot of money, all right, you know, Uncle Sam can either look like a magician or a pimp. <laughs> right? Have you guys ever noticed that Uncle Sam kind of kind of can like, if you owe him money, Uncle Sam's a pimp. If he gives you money, Uncle Sam's a magician. Hey, he's just slapping you with his pimp hand with his hat with his pimp hat on. Or if he gives you a you know a tax return, he just pulls off that little top hat, reaches in. Oh shit, you got money. There you go. Uh Garavito Industries. That's right. What's up, Alan Map? Hustla. <laughs> That's a great username there, uh, Hus. La. Um, yeah, guys, so there's multiple ways to make money online, man. Just figure it out. How are you going to do it? It's out there. And you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen where it's going to, I believe, that money is going to flow faster in the future. Bro, I've seen, I remember when you had to wait like three to five business days to get a check deposited. Now that shit is like instant, you know? Remember, remember when you had to, in order for you to do, uh, in order for you to transfer between accounts, you have to sign like a fucking document. Now I was in banking before I, I was working from home. I was in a corporate office and I remember people had to sign like a, a document saying I authorize $5,000 to go from this account to that account on this day authorized by, and then they got to make a copy of your ID. They got to send it out to the clearinghouse or the back office and they got to review it maybe put your thumbprint or some shit and be like, all right, we'll have it available in two to three business days. Oh, but it's a Friday. So Saturday, Sunday doesn't count. So we'll do it Tuesday, maybe Wednesday morning. Ah, just get the fuck out of here. We'll do it whenever we want. <laughs> Remember those days? Now you guys could just sell each other. Hey man, you owe me five grand. What's your Zell number? 305. Bam, instant money. No fees. Venmo me. Cash at me. Uh, now you can invest on, on an app. Bro, back then when you had to invest, you had to show up in a suit. 
You got to show up in a suit to a bank and talk to another guy in a suit or a woman in a suit. And you got to sit down and it's like a, a situation. Would you like some coffee? Look, man, I just have $10,000 that I would like to deposit. I just don't know where. Oh, we can get that handled for you. All right. So, well, we've got this uh, medium aggressive account that we'd like to offer you. $10,000. If the, if the market remains the same, we'll make you 10% a year on average. Oh my God, put me in. Put me in. Now, how do you, how do you invest? You just go into your phone <laughs> and you tell a app to take out $10,000 from your account. And in just two clicks, two little, two little clicks, you've got money going from your checking account into a trading account. And that's it. You've got, you now got money in the market. Hell, I did a transfer to buy uh, Bitcoin the other day. I used Coinbase. $12, because <laughs> I don't trust Bitcoin yet. Fuck that. <laughs> I put $12 into Bitcoin just to see what happens. And I'm just, I'm just watching it go up and down and be like, this, this, this Bitcoin thing doesn't make its mind up. So not only is working from home becoming the norm, so is transactions. Like transactions are becoming so normal now. Like pretty soon you could just be a, hey, Alexa. Yeah, let me get $5,000 from my savings account into my checking account. I'm going to order myself some strippers uh, to work from home. My home, that is. <laughs> oh, man, I'm having too much fun tonight, guys. What's up, Carson? Easier mm -hmm. ways to take your money now. I mean, yeah, if you get hacked, but fuck it, man. You got you, you got to play the game because what are you going to do? You're going to still get, if you still get, if you, what are you doing if you're still signing paper checks? Oh, I got to be safe. I only sign paper checks. Paper checks could be frauded up too. I could look at your signature and do something pretty good. Um, yeah, who, who the fuck is still paying paper checks? Like I was over at Publix the other day, now that I think about it, and there was a sign that says uh, paper checks accepted. And they have to like run it into this machine. Uh, fucking weird. I think even Publix can cash your check. What's Amscot still, do, still doing? Uh, bro, you know what? If you're still getting paid by check, man, you better, start, you better start looking at your options, man, because I think anything that pays you still by check, that company's probably going to go down. <laughs> right? Like, what happened? Like, why is it that a company or some people refuse to not give up checks? Um... Yeah, red flag, guys. If you if you get a brand new job and they give you a paper check, I I, I still keep your options open. <laughs> all right, we'll leave it at that. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live every single day and just shoot the shit, have a conversation, just have some fun, and just bring the people together to uh, yeah, just to laugh or uh, figure something out together. All right, so shows. Let me go ahead and just break down the shows before we end it here. Uh, to, on today's newsletter. For those that aren't uh, subscribed yet, go to MiamiComedy.com, subscribe to the newsletter. And every Monday, I send you a, a list of where our shows are going to be. So today, we announced officially to our members that Pilo's Ladies Night is happening on Wednesday. So if, in case you guys don't know, Pilo's makes amazing Mexican food, elotes, tacos, burritos, enchiladas. And they're also having this tequila garden. Uh, in Wynwood, they just opened it. And we were fortunate enough to be one of the first producers there uh, for a comedy show. And we've decided to make Wednesday night's comedy show a ladies night comedy show, meaning you can arrive, ladies, sign up, and you'll get a drink on us. 
all right, to make you comfy. And then right after the show, we then start partying outside because they have like this big garden with trees and a bar and a stage and bleachers. You're going to love it. And it's outdoors, so it makes you feel more and more comfortable. So it's going to be one big party. February 17th is our first show, 8 p.m. Arrive on time to get that complimentary drink. We also have Focal Brewing happening this Saturday. Focal Brewing is in Little River, has a nice little comedy club vibe in the back. We set it up with a spotlight, a stage, speakers, and nice uh, seating. So that's going to be this Saturday, February 6th, 8 p.m. And starting February 12th on Friday, we are at uh, Fundimension on the second floor of Fundimension. They have a performance space. You guys are welcome to join. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m.